Hello, everybody! And as we don't have a new bugle to distract us... Welcome to episode two! The last bugle episode was 293. That means we only need one more for the bugle to match Alistair Cook's score of 294 against India in the third test. That test was played at Edgbaston, starting on the 10th of August 2011. In perfect weather for cricket, England put India into bat. India were all out for 224 on the first day. Alistair Cook was in England's opening partnership and went on to amass his 294 runs. Cook's greatest partnership was with Ian Morgan, where they put on 222 runs. Sam Sheringham commented for the BBC, It were a partnership high on runs but low on entertainment. Which brings us to our episode. You, uh, you fell asleep during that, didn't you? Any sport where you can score 294 runs is not a real sport. <sighs> Once more, we beg to differ. You and your five-day beer tents. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> How else are you going to keep the beer warm? <sighs> <laughs> Introduce yourself. I am senior NPR surrogate quizmaster, Diana DeBugler. Hi, NPR. Hi, NPR. We know you're not listening, listening yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm senior night watchman, Robert DeBugler. <laughs> In the bin. In the Bugle tradition, there is no new episode this week. So straight in the bin are our hopes. And dreams. Of a Bugle episode 294. Sub-episodes still do not slake our lusts. So even though we're 13 months out from the 2016 election, there have been two Republican debates already held and no end to the parade of bullshit spewing out of the mouths of these babes. So we have decided to play a little game of real or not real with political quotes. I am going to read to Rob some quotes and he will need to tell me if the quote is real or not real. And he will get extra points if he can tell me which clown said it. His prize. All right, let's be honest. There's no prize. What? He's just. Yep, you're just going. You sold this to me under false pretenses. I know. I sell you a lot of things under false pretenses. That is. Let's true. be honest. <laughs> All right, Rob, are you ready to start the madness? <laughs> uh, how much can it hurt? <laughs> Wait, I said that last time. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right, ready? Sure. First quote. Okay. Just because a couple of people on the Supreme Court declare something to be constitutional does not make it so. That sounds like a real quote. That is correct. Oh, right. And it's, it sounds a bit Rand Paulish, actually. Congratulations! <laughs> really? You're 100% right. All right, off to a fly. All I can Two do now points. Is, all I can do now is disappoint. <laughs> well, that's what you say most nights. That's true most nights. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Or quote number two. I have a great relationship 
with the blacks. That sounds like a near quote. It it sounds like something Trump or Carson would say. Um, I'm going to say that it's a real quote, and I'm going to say it's Trump. You are correct. Another double pointer. <laughs> I, that man is a menace. I, 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 there is some craziness on display there that um, well, I'll come back to that at some other point. <laughs> I just want to clarify for everyone that I did this offline. Rob has no idea. But I do read the BBC website and listen to NPR and pay How attention. How dare you be worldly and literate? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so this leads us into quote number three. I promise to get this one wrong. This is a catch-22, although I don't know for sure because I refuse to read literature that questions the morality of war. Well, either you're really good at making these up or that is a genuine quote. Can you read that again for me, please? Sure. This is a catch-22. Although I don't know for sure because I refuse, I refuse to read literature that questions the morality of war. It's really close. Um, I am going to say that that's one that you made up because we know for a fact those bastards don't read. <laughs> That is correct. That is a quote from Jack Donaghy on 30 Rock. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't think they'd watch the movie either. (laughs) All right. Quote number four. Mm -hmm. Speaking about the ISIS threat. If I can take on a hundred thousand protesters, then I can do the same across the world. That's another real one, isn't it? That's a real one. <laughs> Who said it? It again sounds like Trump because he has had protests at the the crap that he's been trying to build around the world and has built. Like there was the the golf course that he built in Scotland at the against the better wishes of the local inhabitants and now he's getting all huffy about the fact that somebody wants to put a wind farm offshore like well (laughs) welcome to scotland asshole it's that guy from michigan isn't it i can't think of his name the the, he was the state governor he was the state governor of michigan right Uh, close it's one of those middle states that we don't talk of much sorry middle staters illinois is it I'm in the right ballpark, though. Mm-hmm. You're in the right ballpark. You're, you ready? Yeah. Are you going to get it's Scott Walker? Ah, uh, yeah. He is the governor of Wisconsin. Ah, that's right. Yeah, I was close. You were close. You were in the right geographic area. All right. Quote number five. We need a much better understanding of the climate before making policy choices that would impose substantial economic costs on our nation. Real quote. It feels Rand Polish, but I think it was Cruz. 
Oh, you do read, don't you? That is correct. <laughs> Two more points. You are freakishly good at this. Yeah, I have this unfortunate habit of paying attention to these ah. Looney Tunes. Please <laughs> don't vote. That's all I have to say, because clearly nobody wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worrying part is that feels like a, a true statement <laughs> it's a truism yes uh-huh. alright number six Obamacare is the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery in a way it is slavery because it's making all of us subservient to the government again that's another real quote but which backcrap crazy lunatic said it Oh, there's so many to pick from. It is a real quote. You did not. You did get the point there. Yay! Now, <laughs> I. It feels like Jeb Bush because it's got a higher level of literacy than his brother, but still a backcrap crazy, not understanding a damn thing about the world. You are close, but not. Correct. It was Mr. Excuse me, Dr. Ben Carson. <laughs> yeah. Um, Carson has shown himself to be delusional in other areas, too. He's allowed to say that because he's black, so he can talk about how Obamacare is just like slavery. Right. Right? Isn't that the, isn't that the way that works? But from Bush is from the South, so that's where they had him. Wouldn't that qualify him, too? Sure, sure. Yeah, it's two ends of the same spectrum, isn't it? Ugh. All right, you ready? Number uh, seven. Sure. I will not be a placeholder president. I will win and I will leave a legacy. That was Trump. And that's real. That was Trump. No. That is not real. That oh. was Frank Underwood from House of Cards. Oh, that's where I saw it. <laughs> that was from the American version as well, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, the um obviously the 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 UK version of that show was <laughs> freakishly good. I actually haven't seen the American version to be able to compare it as uh apples to apples. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was That was question um, 7. 7. Okay, number 8. I told you it would go downhill after my early success. <laughs> immigrants are more fertile they love families <laughs> that's a true one. Oh, wasn't it Trump in one of his speeches about the wall that he said that it I... is true but it was one Jeb Bush oh now as an immigrant Robert <laughs> do you love your family <laughs> to... yes I love my congratulations what, what, what the hell was the I just, I just wanted to make it apparent that you agree with Jeb Bush. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fertile to a point, but not popping them out like the quiverful folk. <laughs> uh, you know, so every 15 minutes, fuck. Oh, honey, we got another. They just thock. start walking out on their own eventually. <laughs> All right. Question nine. I can't even say anything. Yeah. All right. Number nine. <laughs> I think the right approach is to accept this horribly created in the sense of rape, but nevertheless a gift in a very broken way. The gift of human life and to accept what God has given you. 
rape victims should make the best of a bad situation. Yeah, that's a true quote. And that's one of the... It's Rand Paulish in its sheer lack of humanity and understanding. But there was also... I mean, it's, it's also got hallmarks of Scott Walker and a bit of Ted Cruz sprinkled on the top. Which one's it going to be? Let's go with Cruz. That is one Rick Santorum. Oh, that dipshit? That dipshit. Wow, you did scrape the bottom of the barrel. I'm telling you, because I care. Wasn't the other guy that was like the... No, that was the other one about that that whole thing shutting itself down. Oh, that was... uh, Was it Todd Aiken? I feel like that was Todd Aiken. Wow, Santorum, you did go low. How you doing? (laughs) I need a stiffer drink. (laughs) All right. Uh, Number 10. I was made to be the president of the United States. I was made to lead the nation. I was made to ensure this country's place in the world for generations to come. I am going to have to say that you fabricated that because not one of those dunderheads could actually get those words out without some part of the inner recess last vestige of humanity strangling those words in their throat (laughs) that's correct that is cyrus bean from the tv show scandal (laughs) yeah anything that's written articulate articulately (laughs) (laughs) clearly (laughs) not coming out of my mouth or (laughs) out of the mouth of any of these candidates (laughs) All right, three to go. If you've made it this far, congratulations. Oh, <laughs> this, this hurts. This hurts so bad. All right. Whether the earth was created in seven days or seven actual eras, I'm not sure we'll ever be able to answer that. It's one of the great mysteries. <laughs> I think that's a true one, and I have a hunch it's Carson. <laughs> It is a true one, but that is one Senator Mark Rubio, Marco Rubio. Oh, him? Mm-hmm, him. Yeah. Oh, the junior senator from Florida. <laughs> All right. The last two. I saved the best for last. Oh, Lord. Are you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll make the pain go away quicker. Okay, read the next one. <laughs> I think the only difference between me and the other candidates is that I'm more honest and my women are more beautiful. Trump. (laughs) How did you get it so quickly? I think I heard him say it. It was was a truly horrible moment. I mean, especially paired with some of the things that he said about his daughter. I mean, honestly, I... uh, I'll wait until you're done vomiting. We can. <laughs> I'm going to need a bigger bucket. <laughs> I haven't eaten enough in my lifetime to be able to warrant how much he makes me want to puke. And it's not just the hair. <laughs> oh, that natural skin, that's orangey glow. Him and uh, John Boehner are clearly uh, going to the same salon. <laughs> it's just the spray booth. Ugh. all right last one are you ready (laughs) yes please it'll it'll be over quickly i promise 
<laughs> the thud you may hear is my head hitting the desk as I try and pass out. <laughs> you know, something may be going down tonight, but it ain't going to be jobs, sweetheart. What? I will read it again. <laughs> Please do. You know, something may be going down tonight, but it ain't going to be jobs, sweetheart. I can't picture any of them saying that. Just it, it doesn't sound like any of them. I am going to have to tell you that you're wrong. Really? And that is coming from one Governor Chris Christie. Oh, dear God. Makes me proud to be from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, proud to be from there. Also doubly proud not to be living there. That's right, from there. I apologize for anyone stuck there still. All right, you know, uh, you know what? I'm going to take that as a plus that I didn't know that that was him. <laughs> it, it tells me that some part of the filter in my brain is is working still functional all right so 15 out of 23 yeah that's it's decent you clearly are paying attention to the bullshit congratulations <laughs> i hope you don't explode oh, oh there are some days <laughs> hey it, it, it burbles like a retention tank on a hot summer's day only 13 more months of this bullshit I need to I I need to step away, people. I I need to go do something that is um, best tended to alone, and um, <laughs> maybe followed up by the sound of another bottle opening. So, <laughs> go bleach your eyes. We'll talk in a bit. <laughs> we'll we'll be back after this uh, short commercial break from our um, highly esteemed sponsors. <laughs> Audio cryptic word search. And now, get out your pen and paper for line two in our audio cryptic word search. I would just like to say, contrary to popular belief, that I am actually really excited about this segment. Um, I even worked out a solution key, so I promise there is a payoff. That's more than we can say about some of Andy's bits, so... Anyway, this week's The Second Row. N neutered u undercarriage c crass u unlikely c creamy q quality s shocking m mounds t taco o ordinary n not ordinary. <laughs> I. Ignominious. G. Gnome. H. Hungry. T. Twat. <laughs> did I say that right? Yes, you did. Okay. Uh, perfectly. <laughs> it took a little coaching from the last time, but yes, you did. <laughs> uh, and, and the second word clue is bugle. That's bugle. B-U-G-L-E. Once again, we ask that you please wait until all rows have been provided before sending in completed puzzles. 
I didn't think that we said that the first clue was for so stop sending them in like that. Emails and correspondence. Thank you for all the notes last week. Due to FCC decency regulations, we fucking can't read any of them out loud, assholes. But don't let that stop you from sending all compliments and praise to Robert at WeAreBuglers.com and Pawn to Diana at WeAreBuglers.com. Thanks for that. You, um, you were the one who asked for it. <laughs> all complaints, gripes, and otherwise negative reviews can be kept quietly to yourselves, like our fragile egos could handle any of that. So, with that said, thank you for listening to episode two. I am still have been Robert DeBugler. And I am Diana DeBugler. Music courtesy of James Secord. We thank <laughs> Some of the sound effects used in the production of this podcast have been obtained from Free Pass FX. They are available at http colon slash slash www.freesfx.co.uk. Okay.